welcome to the Trade Mastermind Podcast. This is the Trade Secrets Series. I'll be your host, Joseph Valente, and this is the number one podcast for the trade and construction industry. We are the secret to starting, scaling, and growing your trade or construction business. At the Trade Mastermind, my ethos has always been, each one, teach one. Reach back, pull somebody else up. Success leaves clues, and the traits of the rich are what I've spent my life studying. Growing up broke gave me a first to make my life better and build wealth to look after my mother, my children, and build a future of choices, time, freedom, and luxury. So now I wanna share those secrets and those lessons with you. The lessons I've learned from my network, my connection, my coaches, my mentors, and these individuals are extremely high net worth, multimillionaires and billionaires. I'm giving you the opportunity to apply for the new Millionaire Mastermind. It's one of the most exclusive programs I've ever done and it's a 12 month program that will bring you together once a month with some of the most successful business people in the world. We will meet each month in London at a very exclusive venue to learn from the very best and you get the opportunity to network, to learn, to be coached and be part of something special. This program is very exclusive and is application only. The first guest mentor that I have joining us on the Millionaire Mastermind is the one and only Charlie Mullins, OBE, founder of Pimlico Plumbers. He has a net worth of over 100 million pounds and he's gonna be there to teach you how to scale, build and exit your business. If you wish to apply to become part of the Millionaire Mastermind, then please go to the description in the podcast. Everything will be in the description. This is the Trade Mastermind. We are the secret to scaling your business. Welcome to the Millionaire Mastermind. Andy Cook, um, founder of White Box Solutions, big time property developer. They've got about 40 million pounds worth of projects in development, about 200 homes. Okay, Andy, how important or, or what journey did you go on to evolve um, to where you're at now? And I think, you know, to give that question some context, we probably need to have a little bit of where you're at now okay. um, and the size of what you've done. But how did you go on that personal development journey? Okay, so I suppose a little bit on the other side of the, the starting off. So, so now, you know, I heard you say on the introduction, I was out the back, I can hear it all. But um, uh, so I'm a co-founder of White Box Property Solution. But before that, when I was 30, in 2007, by the way, what a great time to start a new business up, 2007, eh? <laughs> so in 2007, I went off on my own and um, I hadn't, you know, I became a kitchen fitter, I was a bathroom fitter and all that, but the only kitchen I'd ever fitted was the one in my Barrett home and the bathroom was the one in my Barrett home and I couldn't afford a new kitchen or bathroom so I, you know, changed the doors on the cupboards and handles or whatever it was, but I sold myself as a kitchen fitter. So very much I threw myself in the deep end and, and formed a company called Redbox Developments, big development company. It was me in a Ford Fiesta driving around saying yes to everything and making a lot of mistakes. And then, you know, having to stay there and, you know, quite often, the good thing I had is I had a very good work ethic, so probably from how I'd got to that point. So if I made a mistake, it was at my cost and my time to put that mistake right. I would always leave the job perfectly, 
I just had to go through the learning processes of making all the mistakes to get it perfect. So, but you know, that, as I'm sure you've all been through, um, you know, that's how you learn the best, you know, by making mistakes, diving in. If you hold back and try to you know, wait till your ducks in a row, you won't get anywhere. So you know, we, I made the mistakes early, formed Redbox Developments, 2013-14, I'd gone through the whole extension phases, so you know, working on my own for a couple of years, then taking on my first extension. You know, that was like building the Empire State Building to me, I'd never done anything like that. Um, did an extension, then got to the point where, because it was getting everyone else in, you've got to get all the other trades, and you know, you've got to be a project manager then, instead of just being in control of what you do. Up till then, I knew that I, I could rely on myself, and, you know, uh, and I might make a few mistakes, but I'll put them right. Whereas when you get other people involved, suddenly you're not quite so in control. That was a big learning curve for me. And, um, and then in 2013, or 12, 13, I built my own house. So that was the first house I'd ever built. And I took it on as a project to, you know, bought a plot of land, built the house, finished it in 2013. And, um, and you know, that was a good learning experience too. And I went back to doing extensions, because that's what we do, you know, we're an extension building company. Mm -hmm. Uh, which had a lot of frustrations, but then uh, it didn't take long. A few months later, I had to sort of sit back and have a word with myself. I was like, well, hold on a minute. I've just built a house, and now I've gone back to doing extensions. I know how to build a house now. Why am I not building houses? So I started to look into property investment. I started to educate myself. Um, I, you know, I, I joined a couple of programs to educate myself, much like this sort of thing. And it was quite quickly after that, in 2014, Basically, me and my business partner dove in at an auction, bought a plot of land to build. Um, it didn't quite have planning, but there was some history of planning to build eight houses in the centre of Northampton, which is kind of where we're from. Um, that was our first project. We, we learned a lot through that, obviously, a bit like going and doing my first kitchen and bathroom. In essence, it's the same challenges, the first kitchen and bathrooms, the first extension, the first new build, the first self-build. They're all the same challenges, it's no harder to do one than the other, it's just in what experience you've got at that point. And once we'd solved that problem, we bought a site for 11 houses, we learned how to get investors, we learned that you know, we didn't have to do everything ourselves. It was a major transition, if you like, to me doing everything to getting a team of people who were working with us and being the kind of the conductor of the orchestra instead of trying to play every instrument, um, which is, you know, I think, a good analogy for it. And then we started to do you know, we did lots of sites after that. We're just finishing 24 flats in, in Wellingborough. We worked uh, in a satellite area in Cumbria for a long time. We got a site for 28 houses, 11 houses. Um, we did 18 flats in an old um, council building. So, you know, we're, as you said earlier, I think we're, we've, we've been involved in 40 million pounds worth of property deals. Some of those we keep ourselves, some of them we develop. Um, um, so, in essence, we, we have another company set up with other business partners. And um, we use Redbox, so Redbox has is, is grown now to be our, um, our construction company. Um, and it's not obviously just me anymore, we've got a whole team of people, we use a lot of subcontractors, I'm sure you guys do. And you know, what we've been able to do is take that frustrating level of the client out of it. You know, if you guys are doing extensions and things like that, the hardest bit is working with the client quite often because they're, you know, they're not used to the building trade, they've got all these aspirations at the start, they've got a limited budget what they try and spend on fixtures and finishes or they should be spending it on the, the actual work and you guys who are putting the time and effort into it. So we've kind of taken that client level out and we're our own client now. So I'm the, the building company, I'm the owner of the site at the end. You know, we give ourselves our own work and we're, 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 we're in control of everything. So You're always looking for the next opportunity. You're always seeing the bigger picture. You're always looking to, um, you know, how you can take control um, and ideally make more money from the opportunity. You're always thinking bigger. Now, 
you know, we met through me and Andy are actually on a mastermind together, hosted by Rob Moore. So that's how me and Andy met. Um, and I know that you had a journey of personal development and training um, through Progressive, and you've gone on to build mm -hmm. your own education and training company. How fundamental um, is that point in time for you where you were doing your business and building your company, but then you started, as you said, coming to things like this, which then put you on this path to becoming a property developer and seeing that much broader opportunity and building your training company. Would you say that that personal development move for you was one of the most pivotal moments in the career? Yeah, I think education and being part of programs like this are 100% pretty much everything that gives you the catalyst to put yourself into uncomfortable positions to do something different. Now, if you do the same thing, you've got to get the same results. You've got to do something different to get something different. That's 100% it. Now, if you do that on your own, I think without other people around you, it's difficult to even see what that path of doing something different is. Um, you know, and quite often we follow the path of uh, the other people, and we're not the first people to build houses, obviously, and, mm -hmm. and to make that transition. Um, when the, the, the first program that we actually did, um, at, at the time, Progressive didn't even teach new builds, you know. Mm -hmm. they, did, they didn't, it, it, if you did a commercial conversion, that was the highest level they did. It was yeah. more about single buy to lets, HMOs, and all that kind of thing. But we entered that program, even though at the start we didn't know we were going to go in the path we had. Of course, you never can. You can only look backwards, not forwards. But it challenged us to get outside of our comfort zone. It challenged us to look at things very differently. It taught us about you know, finding investors and you know, not being in control of just everything in ourselves. So it, it made us think in different routes. But what we were then able to do is take our own path in that, because all you guys have got a very different journey ahead of you. Um, and you know, Joe can inspire you, Neville can inspire you, and hopefully a couple of you are inspired today, but you'll have your own path from that. You won't have a carbon copy um, journey the same as I will, and you certainly won't as Joe will, but, um, but you will form your own path from that. You just need that, that burst and catalyst to, to start mm. that process, don't you? I think I, you, know, and you mentioned about, you know, I'm a completely different person now, sitting mm -hmm. here, to what I was, not even you know, when I started in 2007, but even when we took that turn and that journey in 2013, 14, yeah. where we started to understand education a lot more, mm -hmm. I'm a completely different person to then, you know. For one, I used to be a bit of a fat bastard because I was a, a tradesman and on-site and all that kind of thing. I didn't understand nutrition, didn't understand health, sorry. I didn't understand all the things that came around that. I was just busy all the time. But I never knew anything about any of that until I was about 42. And the, 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 the reality of that was, because I was just too busy all the time. You know, like, um, I, and many of you are sure will relate, uh, that I'm sure that the busiest time that I had was probably 2010, 2011, when we were growing, in, we got into extensions then, like I said, and we had teams around us, but I was still at a level where I was trying to sort of like do the carpentry myself mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. save money. You think you're saving yourself some money. You sort of, I was involved in that side of it. The reality of that is though, is, you know, I'd be up, you know, earliest in the morning, uh, uh, much earlier than anyone else, because I needed to set up the day and set the paperwork mm -hmm. up and, you know, try and, you know, work out what kind of program everyone's going to be working on. I'd have to be on site first to sort of get the day started. Um, I'd think that I was going to get my carpentry work done, but of course I'd be pulled from everyone and you know lots of um, lots of people asking questions and things. So when everyone left at whatever four o'clock, I'd then have to stay for a few hours to try and get the work, so I didn't hold up the other guys around me the next day. 
But of course, when I left there, I'd have to go and you know, look at the next job. So as I had a, a job for the guys to move on to for in a couple of weeks' time. And then when I got home, I'd have to quote the job I'd just looked at, invoice the one we're on so as I can pay them at the end of the week. Then I'd have to do all the CIS and all the other stuff around it. And I'd probably get to bed at 12 o'clock and then get up first thing in the morning the next day. So the people that suffered in that were, you know, family and you know the, everybody I suffered obviously the the, the guys because things would wouldn't who be can organized. relate to that <laughs> I'm sure we can all relate to that everybody in the room I just want to just go back on one yeah, thing yeah. that you said um, and it really reinforces why everybody's here um, and I really hope that we create an environment um, that um, recreates um, a similar um, opportunity or a journey that Andy's been on. As he said, he went to the progressive training programs, right? But he went to learn, you know, at the time they were doing buy-to-lets or commercial conversions. So it was quite specific. And then what Andy and his business partner Lloyd did was saw an opportunity in the market from being around those people and um, learning about properties that there was a huge gap to teach and get into development. And I think they're, um, you know, one of the largest, if not the largest training business that teaches um, property developments within the UK. So he's took um, the um, ideas and opportunities and energy and passion from his environment. And that's what's created the spark for the idea that then became the creation of um, white box and all of the property development um, stuff that Andy's gone on to do. Um, and what we're trying to do with the Millionaire Mastermind again here today um, and on the 12-month mastermind program that we have under the Millionaire Mastermind is not to teach specifics. We're not here to teach you a buy-to-let course. We're here to put you in rooms with nine, ten-figure entrepreneurs, billionaires I've got lined up for the program so that you can come into that room and you can find that spark. Yeah? to be able to create whatever opportunity that comes your way, because rightly so, Andy has said, you're gonna make your own path um, within that success journey, yeah? You're gonna find what works for you. Um, so, when you decided to get into property development, yeah, um, would it, you had a building company, you got into education, you saw an opportunity, and now you don't work on the tools anymore, and your building company serves where you spend most of your time, which is the broader meeting the investors, finding the land, and all of that type of stuff, right? Or you've even got people doing that for you now. Mm -hmm. Was it that journey out of that one vehicle, which is Redbox, which you still have, yeah, which is kind of um, going into white box that allowed you to build the wealth that you have now. And without making that transition, would you have made the wealth that you've got now just staying in red box as your vehicle? Right. Well, a hundred percent. If I just carried on doing what I did, um, I you know I would have never got to to what we do now mm -hmm. because I I just would have been busy. Um, in Redbox, you know, churning over, trying to find the next job and carrying on. I, I would have grown that and I'd have been a, you know, a good contracting company, I'm sure. Would have learned the lessons in that. But it was by challenging ourselves outside of Redbox, which created the opportunities for Redbox to work for ourselves, mm -hmm. but also, you know, facilitated everything else around it. So, you know, you talked a lot about, you know, wealth and, and um, you know, making more money and all those kind of things. There. So for me, part of the journey, what I've had over the last few years, is getting that in context, you know. And when I when I first started out, and I think sometimes when you start trying to do things new, 
money is very much a driver in all that. Mm -hmm. the, the people, you know, they want more for themselves, they want more for their families and all those kind of things. And it was no different for me. When I was chasing around those extensions, you know, it was all about values and making money and all those kind of things. But what I've learned from that is that money's really just tokens and it, you know, tokens that allow you to choose where you spend your time, choose how you can you know, improve your family's life and all those kind of things. And if you've got more of those tokens, you can help others around you, you can help you know, communities around you and all those kind of things. But it's very much a byproduct of, of what you do and your, the system around you. And if you can enjoy what you do and not just do it chasing money, you generally find that money comes to find you. And you, know, you, you have to have that kind of uh, movement of money. If you, I think one of the worst phrases, you know, very old school kind of phrase is, you know, save the pennies and the pounds will save themselves. Mm -hmm. Absolute bullshit. If you hang on to money, it will not flow and, you know, you will get a lot less of it at, at the back end, you know. Some, sometimes money flows through quicker than you want it to and you have to look at your systems and your processes and see how you can retain some of it. But if it's not flowing in the first place, you're not going to retain it. So that was a big thing that I had to learn. Um, but certainly what we do now and why we do the training side of it, you know, I'd have been in 2013 and 14, I was quite happy talking to guys on site, setting up jobs and all that kind of thing to some quite big teams of people. But the thought of coming and speaking in front of you guys would have terrified me, quite frankly. You know, and I'd have sat in the room if I was on the other side of this table. I'd have been at the back. I wouldn't have asked any questions because I wouldn't have wanted to focus on me and all that kind of thing. And, you know, that journey of doing our training company, you know, we run a hundred odd different mentees every month, you know, where we're teaching them how to do property. We did an event on Friday last week with, you know, hundreds in the room and had some great speakers and, you know, we were presenting that all day. That's been very, very fulfilling for mm -hmm. me and that's because I became a business partner with Lloyd, as you know very well, yep. and he pushed us into that. I probably, I would never have done anything like that, but that challenged me to grow in a very different way. And by having the teams of people around us, you know, like you said some of the stuff with Redbox there, like I don't go and find the sites, you know, we've got teams of people who do that. I don't analyze it, we've got QSs who do that. You know, I don't, um, I don't really do any specific thing in any of our business anymore. I'm not running around mm -hmm. trying to set up people on the tools anymore and things yeah. like that. So I've grown so much more. And you know, Up until this moment in your life, are you proud of what you achieved? I'm, yeah, I am proud because obviously, you know, I, I come from a very normal working class family mm -hmm. and all that, which is often the, the case. Um, but I'm most proud of what I just told you there, that I'm able to show my kids and people around us a better way of doing things than I had to find out that way and on my kids' way that I can show them at a much early age, earlier mm -hmm. age, you know, about investment strategies, about you know getting multiple streams of income, not just going and you know, if it's right for them and they want to go and work in a job somewhere, that's absolutely fine. I'm not going to force them to do it, mm -hmm. but all I can do is give them the tools and the information to form their own decisions because that's what education system doesn't do. It doesn't show you the other side. Mm -hmm. It just tries to pigeonhole people and railroad them into getting a job. And you know, I, I believe the way that we do it is better if, if that's right for you. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, that I'm able, that's what I'm most proud of, able to show them about health, fitness, um, you know, business um, and investments in their teenage years. Mm -hmm. He's 15 mm -hmm. sitting at the yeah. back of the room hearing this, this kind of day. Yeah. You know, I didn't know that existed till I was, I was gonna say 30, but even then I didn't know it existed. <laughs> it was really like a few years after that, mm -hmm. so yeah. Amazing, good stuff and you know, I just want to really put the emphasis on you know, what Andy's been able to achieve. And everybody in the room is here today because they want to build wealth, right? You want to create the new opportunities and you might not have the roadmap. Um, and it's so relevant because Andy's been exactly where a lot of you guys are. 
You know, started out as a tradesman, then has seen the bigger opportunities in taking on the building projects, then has invested in himself, has got addicted to personal development, and then has seen those broader opportunities. And now he's been able to create a lifestyle that at 45, most people can dream of. Right, where he's got the teams in place, he's got the wealth there, he's able to pick and choose what he does on a daily basis, he's able to provide the opportunities for his children and educate them with everything that he's learned so they can fast track their success and mm. hopefully become more successful than Andy and go on to build their empire and your empire and 100%. carry on with the legacy. Yeah, um, so it's amazing. Now, I want to just ask um, one more question for you today, Andy, really. and. Um, for me, it's about network being your net worth and how, a point, how important it is to surround yourself um, with the right people. You know, you spend your time with five millionaires, you become the sixth. You spend your um, time with five losers, you become the sixth. So how fundamental is your network been? And I know the property world and the property training world is all about network. I think you've even got your own network business under White Box, yeah. right? Um, where you have networking events around the country. How fundamental has networking been to meet the people and open up the opportunities rather than just remaining in your own world, doing your own thing? It's really the magic ingredient, networking. And, and for those who don't, you know, go out and network and meet new people and try to get themselves into the right environments, you're really missing a trick because that's where the magic happens. You know, you can try and, you know, you can educate yourself and you can try and create those new opportunities. But, you know, in reality, we all do it um, to a lesser extent. You guys, if you were, you know, you've been on um, trade trips and things like that where you go on golf trips and all that kind of thing, you'll have probably done it anyway, but you, you do it when, it's, um, when it presents itself to you. What you should do is go and strive for those opportunities because when you get around other people, you know, like you, 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 opportunities come to you, but you also find yourself going up in those um, networking circles. You know, like um, we're, we're good friends now, you know, and you know, I didn't think that I would be hanging out with people who were on programs like The Apprentice and winning that and having the business journey that you've done. And, you know, we've got you here. We also had Mark Wright speak mm. at our event on Friday, you know, and we had, um, we had Matt Fides um, speak at nice. the event. You know, these are all our friends now. They're our networking circle. When we started out, it was in rooms like this. Mm -hmm. But as we progress, we, we, you, you, you need to keep challenging yourself at another level, don't you? But then suddenly when you're at that level, opportunities come at that level, don't they? Yeah. So, you know, you should never rest on your laurels with that. Now, you know, my journey so far that I've explained today has been from you know, 30 really, I suppose, up to 45. You know, and, you know, we're not finished at 45. And Lloyd, by the way, is 10 years younger than me. So by networking with me 10 mm -hmm. years ago, he managed to do all this 10 years before I did. Nice. You know, so he's sitting there at, at 35 now with Ferraris and, you know, just moving to his dream house and all those kind of mm -hmm. things. But he did that because he networked with me and we did that sort of thing. We pushed ourselves to go to a new environment. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the earlier you can do that, the more you can push yourselves into uncomfortable environments, 100% what you said there, of people who are probably achieving, you know, more than you, which is uncomfortable because when I started doing that, I was thinking, well, I've got nothing to say. They're not going to be interested in, mm. in my journey. Um, but it creates those opportunities and they draw you up to their level, don't they? Yeah. You just hang around Amazing. with the kids you went to school with because you went to school with them mm -hmm. and you know, talking shit down the pub and, and whatever else. It doesn't mean you can't go down the pub and watch football and all that kind of stuff. But if you make that your life and you hang around in circles, that's what you're going to get out of it, isn't it? And you can't be surprised with that. If you push yourselves into other circles of people who are you know, challenging themselves and, and um, you know, with their own businesses and these kind of environments, 
whether you like it or not, you'll get drawn up to that. Stuff will come out of the woodwork. Absolutely amazing, um, you know, and the, st the statement rings to mind, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. What advice now would you have given to that 30-year-old man um, that had just started out on the tools um, from what you've learned over the last 15, maybe 16 years? To be around the right people, simple as that, really. And I could have done it quicker if I'd have, if I'd have known that quicker. But, you know, like I say, my journey's been my journey, like yours has been yours. So, you know, to the people who sort of say, well, you know, all the information's out there, why would I pay for it? You know, I'll just mm -hmm. Google it. You know, good luck with that. You know, there's so much stuff out there that, you know, it's just, there's no context to any of it. There's no, you know, what's right, what's wrong. How do you commit to something if you don't even know whether it's right or not? So, you know, it's not even just the people who are teaching you, the mentors, the, 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 the presenters you're going to bring in front of people. It's you guys who are in your own journeys. You know, you're all after the, the you, you're all trying to better yourselves, get to, the, um, get to the end result. You're all going to come at it at different angles but you'll learn as a group so much quicker than just trying to do it on your own because you learn from mistakes, don't forget. So you'll only learn from your mistakes, but if you're in a room like this, you'll learn from every one of your mistakes. Head over to www.trademastermind.co.uk to find out more or follow us on social media at Trade Mastermind or at Mr. Joseph Valente.